Yeah. Styling no. Welcome back to the Right My Wrongs podcast. I'm your host, Tech Time with Meek, and you don't know it's a Tech Time thing. Well, look, I know y'all like, man, he took so long with the third episode. I know, I know, guys, it's been a while, but listen, like I said, it's a Tech Time thing. Also, if you went back to listen to it, the self-love, thanks for the support. Again, shout out to Karan for coming on here and showing what his version of self-love really is about. Before we get started, just want you to... Always, always be open mind when you step into the podcast, when you listen to it. Have an open mind. The point is of the podcast is to show you how we can right our wrongs in every aspect of life and keep going no matter what somebody has held against us or what you've held against yourself. So just remember to have an open mind when you're listening to what's going on. Now, I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas, obviously, because this is the Christmas week that we are, you know, about to make this one. So this is the Christmas week, and I hope that you enjoy this episode which is called finding your confidence for me this is so much more um personal important because i'm sharing a lot of me with you guys and i hope that whoever is listening to this you can find some motivation from my story to yours basically you know with just everyday life it started back in high school i mean if you, if you see the picture that you know is, is is the episode cover. It's me and five of my my, my best friends to this day. We're all best friends. Shout out to Jeremy, Philip, Nadim, and Eugene. We're all best friends to this day. And um, about them, they all had their diplomas in their hands, and I I did not have mine in my hand at all. And it's funny because uh, you have to be careful what people speak over your life. Because my high school teacher back in the day, you know, may cer- certain things you have to realize that jokes. Are meant for something serious, and one day we were in class. I can never forget it. it. It it's part of my trauma. It triggers me. So we were in class one day, and um, he was talking about talking about graduation, and he told us that uh, I should be happy because this this will be my last graduation I'll ever attend, and he he doubted me that I would ever graduate. And it was funny because the day of my graduation, I begged my school to let me walk, but I knew I wasn't getting my diploma, and he knew that too. And it's funny because it felt like his words were coming true about me and about who I was, especially with my whole family there. I'll tell you this. If not, you know, it's definitely top five parts of me that, you know, causes trauma in my mind that brings me back to, like, dark times back then when I, I, I didn't have nothing to show for, especially with them, my diploma. I had my whole family there watching me, and then I had my friends' family there, and they seen me. And it made my friends look at look at them like you know what 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 type of company you keeping, you know, this guy just came and finished high school, and it, it was a struggle for me. And let me take y'all real back. It's funny because um, I had struggles in school all my life. I had many struggles in school all my life. It wasn't just from high school that started. When I was back in, I said kindergarten. You know, I don't know who I'm talking to, but you know when the teacher singled you out and said you have a problem with learning and you, you can't learn right. So whoever, whoever I'm talking to, you know, when the teacher single, singled you out, I was placed in special ed at an early age. Early age, I had, wrong, I had things wrong with my speech and impediment. And, I was, and, I, and it wasn't because of my speech, but I was placed in special ed. I was placed in special ed because the teachers thought that I, I couldn't learn. I, I wasn't open or mindful to learning. So I was placed in small setting classrooms, and I didn't know until the time until I got older that was special ed. It bothered me in many ways because my father he knew he knew what what the class was about. I didn't. I was young. I thought a classroom was a classroom until I got older. 
and I got explained to it to me that way that I wasn't special ed. That's something about me that I don't share with anybody. But yeah, Meech wasn't special ed at a point of his life, and that's why I don't label the kids that are, you know, in um those classes that they call, you know, um, slow learning or uh, small classroom settings. I don't really judge them because um. I know how that feels. I know how that feels to be uh walk around and people know you, you can't even hide from it because you know you're walking and you're walking with, you know, these group of kids and some of them do need special needs and that was me. That was me at a point. And I say that to say this, not realizing that was me, it was something that I had to I had to start to embrace within myself. Um it, it didn't get better until maybe I was maybe late in my in, in middle school where I was able to get placed in back in, um, to normal classes. Not even my my friends knew that about me, you know. But uh, it wasn't until I got back to middle school I was able to get back into normal classes. It it definitely did something to me where it shot down my self-esteem, shot down my confidence. Because, hey, <laughs> not only was I in special ed, not only was I in special ed and I couldn't, and I couldn't play as much sports, but, I, 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 again, I was a short black dude with glasses that was in special ed. Shout out to Eugene, he used to call me a possum. But um nah. To be honest though, it was it was really some it was really hard times, hard times for me. Especially just with school because I always wanted to be something in school for regards of um to my father. He didn't um he didn't even go to high school, didn't go to middle school. He had my brothers at early ages. He had my first brother when he was seventeen. So he didn't even finish high school, didn't even dream about going to college. So I always wanted to be something wearing that state of, you know, making him proud in that aspect of me. And I felt like I was just falling short because I, I, I just wasn't getting it done. And I had to realize for me, it was, um, it was, um, just, it, it became pressure. It became, um, pressure because, uh, I started to care about different opinions. Uh, I started to care about what, what other people thought, what they, what they, what they didn't think or who wanted to be cool with me and who didn't want to like my whole biggest problem I think for me as growing up as if I could talk to myself from back then is um you need you only acceptance from no one except for yourself I didn't understand that I really didn't my dad used to always tell me all the time that you know <coughs> just have confidence in me and I didn't know what that confidence was I didn't know what the, I didn't know what confidence sound like at the end of the day Confidence is something we can, we can look in the dictionary and we know what confidence means. But how do you interpret confidence for yourself? It's so much people out here that rely on Instagram and rely on the the aspects of social media to broadcast their confidence, but inside their head they're not really confident in who they really are. And I say that to say this because I've had times where I'll post things on Instagram, and I'm I'm talking about me. I'll post things on Instagram. I post things on Snapchat. Post all over my social media. Something. And I'm not even living that life that I'm truly about, and that's why with this episode, it has took. It's been a struggle from self love to finding confidence. I'm living the life that I'm talking to you about. Like I'm living my story with y'all, right? My wrongs. It's been a struggle because I I had problems trying to attain my self love, and then I had problems trying to attain my confidence. And it's funny because once even as soon as you feel like you're at that spot where you feel comfortable with with and balancing out things something else happens and you're like damn you start thinking about this you start thinking about uh you start thinking about turning back so whoever's listening and you're thinking about turning back i want you to know you have to find that common ground that common place where the where, wherever it is for me 
to be honest, it's been um, it's been uh, starting to sit back and manifest. It's been writing down my affirmations, and it reminds me that um, it's taking the massive imperfect action steps towards the life I want, toward the person I want to be. It's not like I write them down and I'm 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 oh, I'm this perfect person because I don't want people to interpret things that I'm 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 better than anybody because I'm not. It's um it's just the battle between my beast inside of me and the beast that I want to be. And people don't understand that. It's too, you have to feed the beast that you want to be because the beast that's inside you is that beast from the past. Now, you have to accept that beast. You have to accept that beast. And honestly, that beast forms in, that beast forms you into the lane that you that, that's for you. But you have to accept that beast. But you can't feed that beast anymore because if that beast overtake you, then you will you will never you will never ever even get a chance get get a chance to even live the life that you are meant to live or the purpose you're supposed to, you're supposed to live in if you don't sit back and as I said look at yourself in the mirror and say hey I'm not the person that I want to be I'm not I'm not the man I'm not the woman that I see myself being and I'm I want to figure it out but I don't know how some people have a problem with admitting things and that's why me myself included we start to point fingers and we t we we start to blame others excuses are endless they are endless when we have somebody else to blame you could blame your mother for not doing this for you and for not doing that for you and then you could blame your father for not being there for not for not explaining this for you as as the men they they say you know a woman can't raise a can't raise a man i can't say i believe that then again i can't relate I don't want you to sit here. I don't want y'all sit here and think that I'm I'm relating to y'all that that don't have y'all fathers in y'all lives and whatnot. I've been blessed to have both my parents, but I can't say I, I see. I feel like everything is in the mind because at the end of the day, you make that choice if you want to go through that path of okay, I didn't have my father in my life, so I can either be better than how he was or how he thought, or I can be worse, or I can walk down that path of that generational curse that okay, I'm another absent. I'm going to be another absent father in my life. It's your choice. But again, it starts from the mind. And I need you to understand that that's where I feel like confidence really begins. It's the mindset. It's, 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 it's the, that's, that's the laid down foundation where confidence begins. Because it's either the fear is all in the mind too. You know, I feel like if you start to counterattack all your negative emotions and your negative thoughts towards certain things, you'll start to see things a little bit better. Things won't get better until you say it'll be better. There's power in your thoughts and there's power in your tongue. I say that to say this. Mo many times, if not most, me, myself included, if things are not what I want it to be, then it's not the best time. But it's funny because just because it's not what I want it to be, that doesn't mean it's the best time. We we have a tense. We don't we don't see things from both sides of the spectrum, and I I'm I'm starting to realize once I once I sit back, and I, as I said for me this is a common ground for me where I sit back and I write my, my um affirmations and I start manifesting things that I, I want to come to me in my life. One of my one of my affirmations is all the good things come to me. Another one is I will change lives. I will change lives through media and broadcasting. When I say these things and I write these things down, I believe that. I believe I'm gonna do that. And sometimes you just need that belief. You need to, faith without works is dead. So you need that belief. You need that faith. You can't live in the fear, the fear of rejection. You can't live in the fear of rejection. Rejection's gonna come. 
we're not gonna talk about my rejections because there's I bet you I've got I've gotten a thousand rejections, but it's okay because rejection won't come. It only makes you stronger, makes you wiser. It it, it gives you lessons and wisdom to pass down to somebody else that doesn't know how to make it through. That's what rejection does. But for me, I'm not gonna lie, long time ago, back in the days, I lived in fear of rejection and I lived in silence and pain through my rejection and my rejections of school, rejections of people accepting me, my friends and my family. Uh, rejections, just all type of rejections in my head. It was all a negative cloud on me. And I lived in that, but I lived in it in silence and I, I held it all in. That's not good either. As I told y'all before, this podcast is, you know, dedicated to my aunt off of her wrongs and her rights. When she, when she, you know, when she went away from this earth, she died with holding in a lot of pain in her, in silence. And um, it stuck with me a lot. It, it affected me a lot in, in ways that it, sh- it did kind of shake me, but um, it made me stronger. I, I, I thank her for, you know, for what she, she endured something. She endured a lot. Like, you guys don't understand. She endured a lot. She, she had to, she dealt with dialysis for about six months. And the doctor said she only had six months to live, and she 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 tried to push through for six months and she couldn't. But but she had a pain, she had a a sickness within her liver, her livers and her kidneys started to go, and you know that's that that's the form of drinking. So for her, alcohol was her alcohol was her setback, alcohol was her friend, alcohol was what she fell back on, alcohol was what she 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 fed. It was the beast in her was. To give herself the alcohol and it made it made it made the pain go away temporarily, and it's scary because you never know who's living in pain. You never know who's living in silence. You have to really think about. You never know who's so depressed. I have friends right now that I have to, I check up on sometime and, and and they just be like you know thanks for the call. You never know who's living in that silence. You never know who's living in that pain because at the end of the day we're all trying to figure it out. If it's for my if it's for my men growing growing up in your times in your twenties, you know how it is. It's the peer pressure. And it's a drastic change. You don't. I'm not living in this normal, normalized, traditional society anymore. That's what right my wrongs is. We are breaking what broke us. I'm not living in that cycle of tradition anymore. That's not what I'm doing. That's what I did from back with episode one. Shout out to Ruben, where we talk about leading with vulnerability, how vulnerability makes you stronger. I did that to show you that that's gonna be that's that's how I'm gonna show my masculinity through my vulnerability as a man. I don't. I, I'm not gonna live off of what the 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 titles of a man supposed to be like or what we see on Instagram or what we see on TV and uh, shout out to the rappers and and and, and you know what I'm saying the artists but they have to live lives you know what I'm saying to feed their families some of these lives that they're living not even true either so I can't live I can't relate I can't relate I can't live through that so for me I'm going to live in my lane towards the best that I can be where I've created my own, my my lane to be accepting of everything that is good. And that's good for me, and that's good. And you should you should do the same. You, it's too often times that we we live that traditional. I give you an example that traditional nine to five, nine to five life. Now, if you don't want to live a nine to five, you gotta figure out what you want to do. But at the end of the day, don't just quit your job. But I'm saying, start start taking steps. If you don't want to live a nine to five, do something that you're passionate about. Start working on that to where if you if you get focused. And believe in yourself. In six months, you can say, I can quit my nine to five and I can start doing something that I'm passionate about. That's going to make me more money. See, if you always think about money, you'll never be happy. And I say that to 
to say this. I say that to say this. If you owe them my money, you'll never be happy. See, your job... <laughs> Shout out to Corey Hackett for this one. I'm taking this one from him. Your job is what pays you. Your work is what you're what you're supposed to do. What your what your what what your purpose is, what you put on this earth for. I don't know who I'm talking to. You know, I don't know who need I don't know, you know, who's struggling right now with trying to figure out what they want to be, what they want to do. If it's college that you're in, I would say have a reason for it. Don't go to shut your parents up. Or don't go just to tell your your friends and your family, I went to college. Because it's just a title. If it's titles that we're chasing, you'll never really truly be as happy. And you will be confused if it's titles that you're changing because titles always change up the ladder. So if you're passionate about something and you care about something, for me, I'm passionate about helping others. I'm passionate about speaking truth and life into other people. I'm passionate about allowing somebody to see the light in the darkness because I was once that person that was in the darkness and I thought I couldn't see the light. So for me, that's what I'm passionate about. That's why I'm on here as a right my I'm passionate about right my wrongs for me. That's why I'm on here talking to you guys. So if you don't have anything that you're passionate about, something that you really care about, you should think, sit down and think about it. We all have gifts. Whoever you are, you have a gift. You're gifted. I believe in that, that we all have gifts. We're gifted in many ways. And if it's not with our hands, it's with our minds, it's with our mouths. Whatever you're gifted with, you're gifted with. So go after what you're gifted with. Let's go into 2020 attacking our fears. It's too many times I've heard, I've seen things that people say, 2020 is a new me. It's a new me. It's a new me. It's a new me. But yeah, it's a new you. But your fear comes in 2020, in the new year with you. See, over times and times, of course, it's from 2019, 2018, it's, everybody else says it's going to be a new me. It's my year. But you don't you don't realize that you bring all the fears that you had from the last year with you. Let's go into 2020 facing our fears head on. Let's go head on with our fears because our fears ultimately is us versus ourselves. That's the fear. That's the fear, right? The us versus ourselves. Find that confidence. Find yourself that's where your confidence lies because as i said in episode two with self-love i said that you have to love yourself now how are you gonna love something when you don't even know who what it is if you don't know yourself if you don't know your confidence how are you gonna love yourself how so i need you to get in tune stay in attack mode i need attack mode to happen i need you to get in tune with yourself first whatever it is that you do listen to music Whatever it is that you love doing that, you know, fills the one with yourself complete, do that. Do that. Because then you'll be able to find that confidence and love yourself. St staying in your lane. It's funny. Many of us are always singled out. But right now, you're going to single yourself out. You don't got to worry about people singing you out. Sing yourself out because you are different. That's why your lane is created for you and you only. I'm only speaking like this because I've realized that for me, I am different. I couldn't be like everybody else. If you try to be like everybody else, you will miss it. You will miss your gift. You will give your gift to somebody else that just, and it's crazy. You're giving your gift to somebody else, but they don't even know how to handle it. Nor will they even know how to interpret it. You do. My gift, I'm realizing, also is, is how to communicate better. I'm not the best communicator with everybody. And I'm, I'm learning that for men and women, it's different at, with communication. 
it's different. It's very different with communicating. It's very different with, you know, explaining things. It's, you know, it's two, it's two different people. It's two different languages. And I'm learning that um, communicating on a common ground is what is what will be good for, for both for, for both so for me that's something I'm, I'm, I'm learning I'm learning as well is, is, is good communication for myself and for others around me and I say that to say this again my aunt wasn't the best communicator you know I, I didn't tell you much about her but she wasn't the best communicator in the sense of we didn't always know she was depressed we didn't always know she was hurt. We didn't always know she felt alone. She felt singled out. She felt singled out days and days. And it's crazy because somebody could wear a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful smile on their face. But the inside is just coming down. They're destroyed. And there's many people out here right now that feel destroyed from the inside. You have past trauma. You have childhood trauma. Please, please, please take it from me. you got to let it go. And I know letting go sounds easy, but it's not. But you have to find steps. If it's telling that person you forgive them forgive them if it's telling yourself you forgive yourself forgive yourself because it's too much life out here beautiful and joyful life out there beautiful energy out there that's for you it's your energy that you must receive it's your confidence that you must walk into it's your lane that you must master it's too much of that out here right now for you to be stuck on and to be bounded up by your trauma and by your past it's time for us to accept our past, whatever you have done. And it's time for us to accept our past and expose it. I'm exposing me. I'm exposing my past. I was in special ed. I was singled out. I was told I would never be nothing, never amount to anything. I had a stuttering problem. I used to stutter all the time. Like, uh, 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 uh. But look at me now. <laughs> nah. Seriously, though. Seriously, though. I, I, I was always the one singled out. I was the one that was not supposed to be anything. I was I was the friend out of all my friends that, you know, they didn't think that I was gonna amount to anything or be some something. And I'm exposing myself and sharing this with you to say this. This is just a part of my growth. This is just what growing is. This is what the uncomfortableness is. Like this is what this is what being uncomfortable means. This is it. When you have to share, when you have to expose and be vulnerable with others to, about you. It's all going to well when you're talking to your friend and they're talking about how they feel weak and this and that. But when you have to start talking about yourself, you don't want to talk about it. And it's true. It's true. But this is this is how it feels. Like, this is what it is. And I hope that somebody today, you know, found a piece from this story and found a little bit inspirational. Found some positive words. Because this is, this is true. For me, it was finding and embracing that confidence which is in me. Because the bad things... That I've, I've, I've dealt with, I've gone through mentally, mentally, would, would, would have destroyed me, you know, it would have destroyed me, it would have destroyed me, but I, I'm, I'm grateful to say, you know, today that it's just a part of my growth, everything that I've gone through while I'm stepping into 2020, it's just, it's just all a part of my growth, and I hope that whatever your goals are for 2020, whatever your ideas are, whatever you have said, you can do it, you can do it. If you're listening right now, you can you can definitely do it. Any nothing's impossible. It's just about the preparation. Embrace your process. Embrace your struggles. Embrace that. Embrace that. Embrace it all. Embrace the hardship. Embrace the rejection. Embrace the self doubt. Embrace embrace the depression, but don't don't allow it to stay there. When I say embrace it, embrace it. Cause once you're embracing it, you know you 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 allowing it to 
build you. It has to uplift you. Anything that we go through, if it's not uplifting us, it's wearing us down. And there's something that you don't need in your life. Whatever it is, if it's uh, addiction, individual, whatever it is. Shit, it can be such as much as a, a video game. Whatever it is that's not uplifting you, it's wearing you down in life. And I think that we get caught up in that wearing down stage. Again, look at me. Look at that picture. Again, it's funny. They all got their diplomas and I don't have mine. <laughs> I don't have mine. I use that picture to, to, to expose myself of how, how you know, how it just, it looks, for me, every time I look at the picture, I, it looks like I'm the only one in it because I'm singled out and how lonely life can be. It can be lonely. It can be lonely. Trust me, when you're on the path of transitioning and, 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 and finding exactly who you are, finding your purpose, finding your confidence, and, and, and deciding to not live that traditional norm, it will be lonely. It will be lonely. Because sometimes people just won't understand. And it's okay for the people that doesn't understand, that doesn't get it, you got to keep going. They'll get it. You got you can't wait for them to get it. They'll get it when they're, when they're on time. That's why I say it's a tech time thing because everything takes time. I want you to understand that everything going to take time for you. But it's about how you start with the action. It's about how you prepare, 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 prepare for, in the process. So, again, we went from vulnerability makes you strength to attaining and finding self-love. So now you have found, I hope that if you haven't found, I hope that you will start. Don't worry about how, don't worry about why, don't worry when. Start the process of finding your confidence and finding your lane and staying in it and being comfortable with it. Because then you'll be able to get your self-acceptance. <laughs> Remember, man, anything good takes time. And 2020, the next time y'all be hearing from me, we're in an attack mode. 2020 is already here in my mind. We in attack mode, attack mode attack mode nothing stay clocked in stay locked in don't let nothing stop you don't let nobody tell you what you can and can't do man you can write your wrongs as long as you living like i said this is this is it writing your wrongs that's your story it's always a second chance it's just how you it's how you receive it anything good takes time it's your boy tech time with me and we out of here Peace. You can write your wrongs as long as you living. I don't ask to be forgotten, I just ask to be forgiven. Life is too short for grudges, too long for DAs and judges who wrongfully convict niggas. I'm talking Central Park 5, Genesis 6 niggas. Exonerated, but that time still tick, nigga. Damn. I want you in back